Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time you are tuning in. Welcome to Homesteading and Gardening in the Suburbs. I'm Emma from Misfit Gardening and today I want to talk a little bit about growing in a cold frame and building cheap cold frames that are going to save you money because cold frames is a really great way to extend the growing season and I know last week we talked a little bit about planning for a fall garden um, because winter is going to be on the way now. We're past the midsummer point so the days are going to start getting shorter and cold frames are going to allow you not only to extend your growing season by protecting them from frost later but it also means that you can use them next season early in the spring to help start your plants earlier and get a bit of a head start on the season. So let's dig in and talk about some ways that you can build a cheap cold frame. So if you didn't know cold frames are a versatile gardening tool that are primarily used for cold weather crops such as things like mash, um, kale, arugula or rocket rather than tender warm crops right not many people are growing tomatoes, eggplants and peppers in their cold frames but they're great for having low growing veggies that are cool weather tolerant. Um, However many people in um, the UK and Europe also use cold frames to grow things like melons um, because it helps warm the soil sooner and um, helps them get a crop of melons particularly if they're in northern parts so if you're in the northern part of the US and you've been struggling to grow melons um, then a cold frame might be a way that you can um, you know help get yourself a harvest um, later on or see about growing them in their next season so there's a, a few ways that you can build a cold frame and they don't need to be expensive and you can really easily build one that's going to suit your budget um for example the really cheap ones um that work really well are simply a plastic sheet and some bricks or an old glass window and some straw or hay bales so what you do is you build like a little pit out of old bricks um, or straw bales or whatever that you seem to have to hand like build a little box out of them and then you cover that with plastic and then secure it down with more bricks um, or you place an old glass window on top and kind of keep it from um, flying away what this does is the glass or the um, plastic help kind of they allow light in um, and they allow heat to kind of get building up in there um so you'll need to vent them on you know sunny days and because it can get really hot under a cold frame um and uh, really you know if you've got things kicking about the yard like old bricks um you know this is a perfect way to use them as a temporary cold frame or even as a permanent cold frame um you know you might want to use glass to do that and you can definitely visit um places like um Oh, the Restore, uh, which Habitat for Humanity have, um, which is a really great place to get um, building materials anyway, especially for um, projects like this, um, because they're often very inexpensive. Um, We got a glass patio door from one that was near us um, a couple of years ago, and I think they wanted um, like less than $10 for the door, um, because part of it had broken, like it wasn't 
um, on on a frame anymore um, and you know nobody really wanted it and I was like oh this is going to be perfect for um, a cold frame and it, it really was um, so definitely shop around and see if you can find things sometimes um, people have those things being um, you know given away at very low cost or even for free um, on local classified so it's definitely worth um, investigating and looking around especially since that you can um, grow more food by doing this or extending the season that you have and of course while the weather's nice with it being summer um, now is a great time to get out and build one um, straw bales make a really great cold frame especially the walls because they insulate um, and you can use them in the garden after you're done with them um, you know you could use them to grow directly in the bale or you can break the bale down after you're done with using it as a cold frame and use it as mulch in the garden and usually towards the end of the season um, you know straw bales and hay bales and things seem to be going at um, a reduced price people seem to want them for um, fall decor and uh, if you know the he the hay isn't any good for livestock feed um, then you can often get it cheaper so shop around um, and see if that's going to be something I want to say bales were around six or seven dollars a bale the last time that I bought one um, which was a while ago now because I don't have um, chickens anymore um, but that that was definitely like a, an easy build project because you just kind of take the bales and you create a box with them again and then you could just pop a you know, I mean, we we could use a, a old door um, that had glass on it, um, or we had um, old cupboards that had glass on them when we demoed um, our kitchen, and we've just kind of been saving them together. I'm not entirely sure why they are still on the property i want to say um my husband wants to use them in some woodworking projects that he has um but if he doesn't use them soon then they're going to end up as being a makeshift cold frame <laughs> um and that's another way that you can use them is just kind of as a as like a mini a-frame or a little prop to place over a row um, and that's going to help protect them from um, the frost as well as allowing you know air and light in um sunken cold frames can be made with concrete blocks or breeze blocks as uh, as brits call them and um what you do with those is you would just kind of build build a what you know build a box again right like a little four walls and then place you know a clear cover such as an old window or a piece of plexiglass or perspex on it um an old glass door or a clear plastic stapled to a simple wooden frame um that can be an inexpensive cold frame to plant in especially if you fill it with soil um you know things like breeze blocks and concrete blocks they um you know can be filled with um plastic packaging materials um to act as insulation or anything else that you have kicking about that you could use as insulation because if you're putting things into um these spaces to act as insulation it's worth noting that you know if you're creating something that's warm and cozy um you might find that you have unwanted guests in those warm and cozy spots that you're creating um, like mice voles and rats and things so just just be aware of those and um, we actually built a cold frame out of um, this door that we'd picked up and um, 
plywood and really you know it was kind of a, a saw and a nail gun um my husband's super handy with building stuff and um i <laughs> i was able to help him somewhat um with the build and you know there's a couple of ways that you can use a cold frame right you can use it by just kind of creating it as as a box and you want the box to be slightly tilted um, especially if you're using something like a door or windows you want it at a slight angle um so you can lift it up and the angle is going to help capture more light into the box so it wants to be lower towards the front of you and higher towards the back because that back if you position it in the right way is going to collect that heat and then allow it to radiate out and the smaller end of it is going you know obviously it's not going to block as much sunlight because it's going to be lower you're going to maximize the amount of light that is coming in there now if you were just creating this as a frame that you can literally pop over a row of plants or something then that's great make sure that you put some handles or something on it so that it's easier to move about either on your own maybe make them a little bit smaller um or you know if you're making them bigger make sure that you've got somebody to help you move them around the garden and that worked really great for us doing that for a couple of years we also used it by um, putting in our transplants so the plants and things that we were um, hardening off so we were getting them acclimated to life outside we would put those in the cold frame um you know you'd kind of uh prop the lid open for a bit on those super warm days um so they were able to you know get a feel for how it was outside and then we would close it up on the cooler days and then as um you know they'd been out there for i don't know maybe about five or six days where they were used to being outside a bit longer we would then put them in the cold frame overnight and close the the lid door so they were protected from those super cold temperatures um it also meant that it freed up space in the house so if you are looking at doing more um seed starting next season then maybe take a look at having a cold frame because it is going to really help you you get your cool weather tolerant plants out quicker um, and getting you know acclimated much quicker than you know it is with you trying to juggle the space for all of those like fast growing you know um, brassica crops and you know you're trying to figure out ah, I've not got enough space to grow my peppers and uh, okra and you know tomatoes and all the other warm weather stuff that you're trying to do so that's that's another advantage of growing in a cold frame another way that you can use a cold frame is kind of like a raised bed with a lid on it and this has got some really great advantages i mentioned earlier about if you're living in a more northern climate and you are wanting to grow things like melons that are low growing and very uh you know hot weather um dependent then growing in a cold frame is a really neat trick and um you know you can be adding compost and other soil amendments to the soil that's in there and then growing your plants in you've got an opportunity to place the lid on to kind of protect them from those cooler days and they're just going to be able to you know keep growing with the warmth and not have as many you know problems with that cool weather um dipping so much because they're growing under some level of frost protection um cold frames are often a little bit more warmer than things like a floating row cover and you can actually use a floating row cover inside your cold frame as well so let's say you're growing these 
these melons again, I might be a little bit obsessed with growing melons right now. <laughs> um, but let's say you're growing melons in there and you know that the temperature is going to dip. You've got an unexpected frost coming. You can pop over a layer of um, your frost fleece or your floating row cover um, inside your cold frame over those melon plants and then close the lid. And you've given yourself multiple layers of protection there and um, so your plants are going to feel far less of those cold um, effects than what they would if you you know just had either one of those items themselves um i know people can kind of get a little bit um overwhelmed when it comes to season extension and you know really a lot of it is kind of practice um, and trying some of these tools and seeing how they work and then finding what works best um, for your garden obviously you know I'm, I'm from England originally and cold frames are a normal part and parcel of a garden there um, certainly when I had my allotment like one of the first things after I'd put the garden shed up there because I needed somewhere to um, chill out and have a cup of tea yes every shed has a tea station <laughs> almost um but you know the second thing that really went up there was was a cold frame and um my allotment neighbors were very much like hey where's where's your cold frame you need your cold frame like do you need help building a cold frame <laughs> you know um and you know you can build cold frames out of so many different recycled materials i mean obviously we talked about um bricks um and concrete blocks or breeze blocks blocks um straw bales but you could also use build them quite readily out of reclaimed lumber um especially if it is a cold frame that you're not going to be filling with soil so let's say that you found some lumber and you don't really know what's in it um you could use that just as to create the frame for you to place you know potted plants and things in there to help keep the frost off them or your transplants that's going to be a lot better um, than it would be if you filled it with soil and then you potentially have some problems with whatever on earth is in the wood like heavy metals or um, metal treatments and stuff on there leaching out into the soil i would really only recommend if you're going to be filling a cold frame in with um you know topsoil and compost to be growing directly into and treating it as a large uh, like a raised bed with a lid on it that you use um woods and things that are going to be compatible and are not going to impart anything dodgy into the soil so you know look at using things like pine or sturdier hardwoods like cedar which are not going to rot so much um or any other um hardwoods that are more suitable for growing in into um some people swear by walnut <laughs> um my uh you know purse is a little bit cheap for walnut there's there's no way i'm paying the price for walnut wood um to be uh building a garden bed in with um especially not with the prices of lumber now oh my goodness um like i my husband and i really like to um build things outside um you know of, of 
the homesteading and gardening like my husband's a very talented um woodworker and he's just got this amazing way of like looking at something he sees it in his brain and then he can go make it whereas i need a sketch i need a plan like i need to see what it's going to look like before i then execute on it which is why i'm such a huge fan of playing on paper um not just with a budget on where things are going but also like the garden as, as a whole and, and building things are not the same and right now we want to build a trestle table for the kitchen or well for the dining room actually um now the kitchen remodel is almost done and my goodness the price of lumber is crazy town right now um so I totally get that, you know, right now, guys, you know, we're trying to figure out how to do some of these homestead projects um, without having to spend a ton of money or make what we have go a little bit further. So I really hope that some of these methods of building a cold frame are going to um, help get your creative juices flowing and um, to be able to think how you could build one and use it on your property. Um, some other ways that you can use for um, frost protection uh, metal hoops um, or row covers these are really great for long rows of plants um, we built a couple of frames so we actually built sort of pvc pipe um, that went into a frame and i'm pretty sure that i put a how-to on the website um, for how to build one of those so i'll link that in the in the description um, and i'll also link up um, how to make a cold frame of how we built um, some cold frames too so you can see some examples of cold frames as well um, but those work really well and if you make them tall enough out of the PVC pipe to allow some bigger plants under there so things like maybe broccoli or cauliflower um, or even cabbages um, you've got a method to keep growing them and be able to keep harvesting them um, over winter um, especially if you cover them with plastic afterwards now I will say because I've done the cheap route when it comes to plastic and I've used the um, cheap um hardware store plastic right the painter's drop cloth or whatever it was it was like it was pretty cheap and because of all the decorating and stuff we've been doing like I had a bunch of it like kicking about anyway and I gotta tell you I wish that I had bought the actual greenhouse plastic to start with because it's a lot more durable than the um the plastic that i bought like the drop cloth or whatever it was from the hardware store like i really wish that i'd invested in that stuff um because the the painter's drop cloth maybe lasted a season and when the snow and stuff got on it it just kind of collapsed everything um so you know if you are really trying to figure out like the best place to kind of spend your money and your wanting to invest quite heavily in um, having a lot of these tools for um, you know the upcoming um, winter months and also to be able to extend your full garden a little bit more with these um, you know frost protection and floating row covers and stuff you know it's definitely worth kind of shopping about and looking at different prices and um, but also like actually investing in the real deal like i made sure to get the the proper um stuff for the floating row cover and it has lasted so much better than the cheaper one um so i'm really glad that i actually invested and and got that because i use that every year and even 
even when we move that stuff's coming with me and I'm still going to be moving it um even after so um definitely learn from my mistake there i mean you can absolutely use the the painter's drop cloth and stuff like that if your budget really is tight um and you know maybe you've got a friend who's getting rid of a bunch of stuff or you know you're spotting a really good deal on it in the local classifieds or whatever or there's just like a really good deal um going on for it at the the hardware store anyway then you know those things do work really well um i honestly though i i love using those kind of tools especially for the hoop houses and stuff but my absolute favorite has to be the cold frame because it's easy to put together it's easy to disassemble especially if you're using ones that are made from you know bricks and you know an old glass window or a glass door or whatnot and especially if you've still got a frame around it so they're a bit more safer to to handle and um, there's nothing quite like getting free veggies and things out of a cold frame that you made for free with things on the property that's kind of like a a really cool frugal homesteader's sense of accomplishment right there i think or maybe that's just me being overly nerdy anyway i would love to see what your plans are going to be for fall so please um, drop me a note in the Facebook group. I would love to see what's going on. And I really want to see what your cold frames are going to be looking like. So share some pictures in there. Anyway, I hope you found this episode helpful. Until next time, I hope your garden grows beautifully. And I will see you all next week.